the blast from our past network. Ming Dynasty. Circa 1400 AD. The time of legends. So it was that the two great empires of the East were deadlocked in an ancient Cold War. An endless and costly game of spies and thieves, of intrigue and of assassination. It was in this time that every 10 years a contest was held in which the single finest martial artist of China would be chosen and sent forth to face the mightiest warrior in all Japan in a duel to the death. Legend has it that the two greatest fighters ever to meet in the deadly challenge, each with skills never before imagined, each proclaimed invincible in their own land, each sworn to kill or to die for the honor of their nation, came to be friends. Talking back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. Co-host Dean is here as well. Hey, Dean. Hey, Tim. Hello, 2023. The year of the ninja here at Talking Back. Yeah, good goodbye, the year of Star Wars, and hello to the year of the ninja. Yeah, goodbye, 2022. Good riddance. Uh, Tim, it was fun. It was a good time. Get out of here, 2022. <laughs> okay. 2022, okay. other than the Star Wars franchise walkthrough and all the fun stuff that happened to Talking Back, 2022 overstayed its welcome, Dean. Uh, I agree. It did overstay its welcome. I don't know exactly what 2022's problem was. Yeah. But catch it later, dude. Yeah, it's like we're like cleaning everything up after the whole 2022. We're putting away all the all the snacks. We're, we're wiping down the table. And 2022 still standing at the door. Just won't leave. Just That's will right. not leave. Won't leave the party. Time to go, 2022. Time to Time go. Time to go. Time to go. You offended some people. <laughs> yeah, right? go home. Yeah, it's time to go. And thank goodness you're gone. Okay. But hey, here's to 2023. Uh, Dean, we leveled up. Talking back leveled up. Yep. Every every year. It's a new year, so we've leveled up a year. We leveled up. What level were we on? Like uh, the four now? Level three or four, something like that. Three or four? Know. Great. That's, you really would think that that's something I should know. <laughs> how long how long has talking back been around mm, three or four eh. an amount of time three, three or four episodes. hey tim i know this o- over Epis- 200 episodes i know that there you go episodes i can tell you that's yeah. the that's the the uh area of time that i live in now is episodes <laughs> episodes <laughs> hey, how old are you like just over 200 in episodes, episodes. <laughs> yeah do you want that answer in episodes? You want it in episodes, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Can I give it to you in episodes? <laughs> well, I'm very excited, Dean, to kick off 2023 with a ninja episode. Me too. This week we're covering Duel to the Death from 1983. I challenge you, Dean, to find a name better than Duel to the Death. It's a great name. 
It's it's what you wanted to call this podcast, but instead you went with Talking Back. Your first idea was Duel to the Death. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great name. Then it was Talking Duels. Yeah, Talking Duels. Then, it, talking was, duels th- then it was Talking Death, and that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. And then it was Duel Back. <laughs> and then Talking f- Back to the Death. I'm a fan of, of Talking duels. Death. I'm a fan of that one. <laughs> talking Death? Talking Death is pretty good. Tell you what, that podcast would have killed, no pun intended. Yeah. But hey, uh, yeah. the murder podcasts, whoa. That If you're looking to get, yeah. uh, get listens on your podcast, that's the genre you need to enter. Murder yeah, talk podcast. about people who have been killed. Yeah, exactly. I don't get it. For some reason, people love to listen to that. Don't people want to talk about nostalgia and retro content? That's what I thought. I would think so. Yes. I tried, Dean. I tried, you know this. I tried to create a podcast that you and I would love to listen to. Yeah. That that was our whole idea. We we're trying to, we, we tried to find a gap in the podcast market and plug it, plug it up. Yeah. So we did that. And all the fucking murder mysteries are are the, are taken off. That's that's what yeah. everybody wants to talk that's about. Everybody. You were it, trying to find the gap, and the gap was your favorite podcast. Nobody has your favorite podcast, so you made it. That's right. Yeah, and everybody, nobody wants to to listen to that. They want to listen Apparently to. Apparently, that gap was too niche. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't care. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I, uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it for myself and for you, Dean, and for our loyal listeners who we love, and for the ninjas. Um, that's just like a bonus. That's a bonus that has come about it. I wasn't really doing it for the ninjas, uh, but that's just uh, yeah, added bonus. That's good. I, I like this whole plan that you have for ninjas in this year. I would say, like when you came up with it, I was like, oh, cool. That's a cool idea. We'll see. We'll see if we can. You know, 12 ninja movies, how that'll go. Just going to tell you right now, very excited for 2023 after this one. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I, I got um, I got a, a letter from the ninjas saying oh. more coverage on talking back or else. So Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. That kind of directed this choice. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they were serious or not, but we like yeah. to take listener feedback into consideration. Especially ninjas. I like my limbs and my head. So I thought, yeah, yeah, we could do this. You know, they could have signed up on Patreon for the tier tier three and just um, (laughs) got us to do it. But they they took a different approach. That's okay. That's cool. Threats work. I I give them, uh, you know, A plus for for their strategy and efforts. So, Dean, Star Wars is done. Goodbye. Loved you. Goodbye. Loved you. But we're moving on. And uh, as everybody should know, the first Monday of every month will be a ninja movie. We did a bit of a warm-up episode over on Patreon where we learned all about the ninja and their history, yeah. Dean. And I also I learned a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we both yeah. learned a lot. I dropped the list of the 12 movies that we're going to be doing this year. So if you want to know more about the ninja and you want to know what movies we're covering... Check out the $5 level on Patreon and you'll get that episode. 
Now, Dean, I don't know what to expect with this walkthrough, okay? But if this movie was any indication, I'm very, very excited. Very. I was blown away. My mind was blown up. My head exploded. Yep. Just like someone yep, else's Tim. in this movie. My brain exploded <laughs> out of my head after yes. I watched this movie. That is a, my exact experience. My brain exploded out of my head. I was like, what the hell is going on? How is this thing so good? Yeah. How is every minute and second of this movie amazing? Yeah. I can't wait for it to just keep going and keep watching what it's going to give me next. And that started right away. That started from like frame one. I was like, oh shit, this is this is good. <laughs> this is really good. It was so incredible. This was an instant classic for me. Yeah, for sure. I immediately went and purchased it on yeah. uh, on the internet. I was like, I have to own this movie. Unfortunately, yep. you know, there isn't a good version of this movie out there. There is, yeah. but it's over. It's like a region two Blu-ray. So I couldn't get it here. So I settled for just like a DVD, but the Blu-ray sounded great. I'd really like to have it because um, it sounded like the translations that we were getting in the movie weren't as tight as they could have been. And the Blu-ray, they actually like retranslated it uh, to what okay. was actually being said. Yeah, like sometimes I was watching because this movie was on YouTube. This is how we watched it. I, I just, I would abhor anybody to go and watch this movie right now. Even turn yes. this podcast off and just go watch that movie right Do now. Do it. You'll have a way better Fucking time. Yeah. But they were showing the Cantonese and then the English subtitle. And sometimes okay. I would like go to the Cantonese and look at what they were seeing, what they were saying. And I yeah. could tell it was like more elaborate than what we were getting. And I feel like we were missing stuff in translation. So I'd really like to know exactly what was being said. But I'm yeah. I'm now worried that this might be the best ninja movie we see all year. It could be downhill from here. I feel like I can guarantee that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> feel like it can't get better than this. This movie's so good. Like I'm hoping I'm hoping something comes close, but <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I wish this was at the, the bottom of the list at the very end, right. because, <laughs> yeah. wow, were we ever treated to something special with, with number one? So good. So good. Yeah. Released in 1983 in Hong Kong, there is no financial information available about this movie. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it made $400 billion. <laughs> yeah, I think you're you're close on that number for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it costs to make. Let's go 100 million. Sure, great. Yeah. It has a cast and crew that were very active in Hong Kong cinema in array of different films at the time. Director Ching Siu Tung made a lot of action movies and he was also a stunt choreographer, choreographer, choreographer as well. And it stars a couple of heavy hitters in a Norman Chu who plays Ching Wan and Damien Lau, who plays Hashimoto. And they were both big names in 70s, 80s, and into the 90s Hong Kong cinema. Nice. They they were both awesome. It is hard to tell because, like, we were watching... I mean, I watched a dub. Did, yeah, you watched a dub too, right, Tim? You watched it on YouTube? Not on YouTube, no. I oh, watched we're... it on an app that had it. Oh, no, I watched it on YouTube, and it's uh, subtitled. Oh, okay. That's see, that would might have been better. Um, I watched it on a 
an Asian Asia cinema app um, oh, okay. and it was dubbed and I had there was times where I was like I think someone's just watching this and just pretending to like make up what they would say mm. um, not that it was bad it's just like that I felt like I was missing a little bit I felt like there okay. was more going on um, anyways uh, so like this still their performances were excellent even though the dub can kind of get in the way sometimes of that and you don't you can't really tell what how they're delivering lines but the rest of their their physical performances and their you know their emotions and everything i thought they were awesome oh yeah i mean they were amazing dude those guys popped off screen so big i was so captivated by oh, both yeah. of them just stars wow they're both like yeah. like such handsome dudes and just carried themselves oh, yeah. so well great actors you could tell yeah. great action fighters man so there's a lot to talk about with this movie. So we're going to get right to it here, Dean. Perfect. Really cool opening and a great way to start this year off. Yeah. A group of eight ninja storm a Shaolin temple in amazing fashion. Both the ninja and the camera are moving really fast. It's like darting motions. I think they're trying yeah. to show you how quick the ninja can move. And basically what the ninja are doing they're infiltrating this temple and they're looking for like some sort of a scroll in like a, in like yep. a library, it looks like. And they find it and they copy it and then they get seen. And as they're fighting to escape, we see five monks chilling calmly in a room. This yeah. is great because there's action outside. There's like 30 yeah. people fighting eight ninjas and these yeah. monks just chilling there, like meditating. And so great. We see a single guy. Well, first I should say all the monks are wearing either red or yellow or both red and yellow. And in yeah. the room, there's a single guy, Ching Wan, who's all in white. Definitely yeah. stands out. One of the monks says to him, I know what's on your mind. You want to see how good you are. Go find the answer. And Ching Wan gives him a nod, picks up his sword, then fucking flies backwards as fast as you could imagine and breaks through the wall of the room. Hell just yeah. explodes out of the wall. Yeah. Where he single-handedly fights off the ninja. And the ninja try to flee, but they get surrounded. We see one of the ninja bury the scroll in the sand. It's like right on the coast, so there's water yeah. and sand. He buries the, the scroll in the sand, and then these ninja immediately turn into suicide bombers they ignite themselves and then one after another jump onto a monk and they both end up blowing up and i mean damn and we learn that a duel is going to happen and that for the honor of their school ching wan must compete and that's your intro yep. what a great intro man as soon as it starts the ninjas are like they're kind of like emerging onto the screen and like, you don't even really know where they're coming from. Like, it's so awesome. It's so fast. Like it's, it's sped up, but also you're right. The camera's moving fast. So it's like making it look like even faster. They're, they're moving at speeds that are, I don't understand. They're running at the camera. Obviously I love it. Then they like infiltrate this library or whatever it is by just like jumping into the windows that are up a bunch of stories. And I'm just like, I'm so into it. They're doing such a great job. And then you get this, amazing fight amazing fight with like a bunch of people like you said eight ninjas versus 30 awesome 
And then you get this one guy just flies through the wall, comes and kicks all their asses, and then they all turn into suicide. But it's it's amazing, Tim. This opening, just like this, is where I was like, "Holy shit, this movie's great." Yeah, I didn't quite catch it at this moment. It maybe took until maybe in the next ninja scene. What I realized was like normally in a movie like this, you'll get a scene like this, and when the ninja gets surrounded by thirty monks the monks will just kill the ninja or maybe the ninja kill five monks and get wiped out. Yeah. Maybe the ninja kill 10 monks or Ching Wan comes out and he kills all eight ninja in that entire battle sequence. I think maybe one ninja got killed by the, yeah. like the fighting. I think Ching Wan right. maybe killed one ninja. The monks didn't kill any, the ninja didn't mm-hmm. kill any monks. And then I think the ninja just realized that, you know, this Ching Wan was, if he killed one, he could probably kill them all. And then they yeah. decided their mission's over and they ki- they killed themselves. So yeah. that is an ongoing theme throughout the movie is you get action sequences with good fight scenes. And yeah. it doesn't just mean that people are going to die. You can send a group of ninja against a group of monks and maybe none of them die. Like maybe they just have a good battle and then they kind of like respect each other and go their separate ways. But it was really interesting. It wasn't just like glorified deaths in this movie. Yeah. yeah, the action isn't based on the body count that it's racking up. The action's just based on how good it, the act like how good that fighting is. Um there's there's so many scenes where there's just like the fights will go on for quite a while um because they're just they're just so good. Yeah. So then we see a Japanese traveler shows up at the temple. His name is Kenji. He's dressed as a priest. I like that. Mhm. Yeah. With a straw hat and a walking stick with beads on it. Mm-hmm. So he's very easy to distinguish his character from everybody else. Yeah. He wants to test his skill against the monks. And we get a quick fight scene here. They're both very good. Um, it's uh, him versus the guy that he ends up fighting, we learn later, is Ching Wan's uncle. We don't know that quite yet, but that's who he's fighting yeah. here. And their fight gets interrupted by Ching Wan, who jump kicks into both of them to stop the fight. Yeah. So like they're fighting. They've like jumped up into the air to combat each other. And Ching Wan comes out of nowhere and kind of kicks through them both. And then he's just like, you know, hello there. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, Kenji, <laughs> this is funny. Kenji's just like <laughs> trying to show how tough he is. Kind of got like into a bit of a, a battle there, you know, didn't didn't win as easily as he thought. Didn't even win. Yeah. And he says, uh, oh, well, he's not even ranked in Japan. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, Kenji, settle down. Yeah. It's not, you didn't beat me. You didn't even beat me and I'm not even ranked. Yeah. He says Hashimoto is their best. Right. And they'll await the Shaolin's representative on September 2nd and then he leaves. Yeah, the what we've noticed now from these two scenes is uh, uh, the the laws of a, a gravity don't always apply to um, the martial artists. If they know, if yeah. they if they are good fighters, they can defy gravity in certain ways, and it is awesome. It looks amazing. Um, so you know, even in this fight, there's a little bit of it happening, and it just looks great. It's great. It's like the crouching tiger, hidden dragon stuff where yeah, they yeah. jump and just seem to like float in the air for so long. 
Yeah. There are some scenes in this movie where they kind of give it a bit more context, which I think was pretty cool. But yeah, for yeah. the most part, there's scenes where these people may as well just be flying. For sure. Yeah. Sometimes they are just flying. Sometimes they are. Yeah. There's yeah. a couple scenes with the ninja where they're just flying. Yeah. <laughs> so we meet Hashimoto now, and he's with the priest Kenji and a group of ninja. And Hashimoto is speaking to his general. So, you know, from our, uh, the episode we did over on Patreon, you know, if it's a general, that's like basically the Shogun is basically right, who yeah. that is. The, the Shogun yeah. is like the military leader. So they call him general in the movie. That would be the Shogun. Now the Shogun says the reputation of Japanese martial arts is on Hashimoto's shoulders. And Hashimoto says he won't disappoint. Then, Dean, we see Hashimoto is attacked by a costumed figure later that night. This was awesome. The The yeah. costume that this attacker had on was so cool. It was like almost like, I don't know how you describe it. It was almost like clown material for the body. But then the, yeah. the mask was like one of those traditional Japanese demon masks. That you yeah. might see hanging on someone's wall, you know, like the ones where they have like really big bottom teeth coming up um, and yep. it's kind of like a painted face. That's what this attacker's wearing. They they have a bit of a fight here. And it's Hashimoto's teacher, who I think is just testing him because he takes his mask off just before Hashimoto gives him the killing blow. And I right. don't think he was meant to get killed. I think he was yeah. trying to stop it in that moment. But Hashimoto actually went through with it and killed him. Like, at first, it was a bit of a weird scene for me. I definitely had to watch this movie two times just to really understand yeah. what I was seeing. Because it was really hard to follow characters. They don't really tell you their names. It's not really, not easy. It's not really easy to follow that. It's not really easy yeah. to follow, like, what's going on in the movie. So I definitely picked this up the second time. But, yeah, I think that was an accidental death. Hashimoto obviously takes it that way. He's very disappointed. And I think this is a really important piece of motivation for him in this movie and, like, in this duel. Because it seems like everybody's going to be fighting for their country. Uh, everybody's going to be fighting for their martial arts school. But yeah. now it seems like he has a tragedy on his hands that he's fighting for. He's, like, fighting for the honor uh, of his teacher and the death of his teacher. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's good. That's a good take on it. Um, he, everyone's talking him up at the beginning of this movie and how good he is. And then like, so he's he's the one who's going to go in the selected for the tournament. He's like right before this, he's like partying with like all his uh, all the people at this school at this martial arts school. They're all like getting drunk. They're getting you know? wasted. Like, they're getting wasted. Like everyone at that party is destroyed. They're doing shots. Um, he's yeah. He seems like he's okay, but he leaves because he's like. He, he doesn't want to party all night, but they're trying to like drag him in and be like, no, you got to party all night doing so many shots. Uh, it, it's a fun time there. And then as he's leaving, this happens. And I was thinking the same thing as I was watching. And I was like, I, I think this is just a test because like he's going to be the one to go in this fight. He's going to be this this champion. And they really want to test like his master really wants to test and make sure he's ready for it. And it, boy, is he ready for it because he fucking kills, kills him. him. And and the master is like, it's an honor to die in battle. Like this is what I this is what I would want. So he's he's trying to make him like be like, no, don't feel bad about it. I knew the I knew the 
the risk when I attacked you, but I, I'm with you. I don't think that it was, I don't think he was attacking him for like, to try to harm him. I think he was trying to test him and it, it ended in his death. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I thought the teacher was just trying to have an honorable death and oh, okay, attacked yeah. Hashimoto so he could be killed in battle because he knew Hashimoto yeah. would kill him. Second okay. time, it's very subtle, but just before Hashimoto kills him, the teacher takes his mask off and has yeah. like a smile on his face about how well Hashimoto's going to do. But yeah. Hashimoto has his back turned to him and kind of swings his sword backwards and kills him without seeing. Yeah. And yeah, then I was sure. like, oh shit, that was not supposed to happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, Ching Wan has a very different meeting with his old teacher, <laughs> who's yep. a bumbling fool. He's a fool. He's a fucking, like, I mean, the goofiest master you could imagine. The this goofiest hilarious. guy. He was hilarious. He's so goofy. But, you know, what, they, what they're doing here is they're also building up that Ching Wan is fighting for his country, his school, and his teacher. Yeah. I love this teacher, Tim. Um, he says, he says to, uh, what is Ching Wong? Yeah. He says to Ching Wong, listen to me. If you lose that duel, I won't speak to you again. Oh, yeah. Got it? Yeah, is and Ching Wong says, if I lose that duel, I won't be alive to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a duel to the death. And he's scolding him. And he's, hey, if you go out there and you lose that duel, don't you come back and talk to me. Yeah, he was funny. He was like jumping from tree to tree yeah. and like missing branches and falling. And like one time he jumped for a tree and like missed the branch <laughs> and hit his head in the side of the tree. This guy was goofy as fuck, He's man. a goofy. He's a fool. Yeah. Fun time. I, I, it, it was, I didn't even need it. I, th I thought it was a bit too over the top, but I guess it was funny. I guess it's, that's kind of like a, I think that's like a bit of a trope in um, this type of yeah. genre is like kind of like, yeah. He wasn't really the drunken master, but in a way he was. He was kind of like yeah. the, the goofy, you know, master like that. So I, I get it. I, I think it. Um, I think it at the very least it shows you that Ching Wan is like a good guy because yeah. his master is kind of like innocent and pure and goofy. I think right, it yeah. it allows us to um, side with Ching Wan, uh, you know, early in the movie. Yeah, the, the one thing that made it work for me is the tee-up, because the tee-up of it seemed very serious. Like, someone went and talked to him and said, are you going to say good... You should probably say goodbye to your master before you leave for the duel. And I was like, whoa, he's going to go say goodbye to his master. This right. is going to be cool. And this bumbling fool comes out. So that, that tee-up made me laugh. So then I was kind of on board with it. Yeah, cool. Now, we get a scene at a city and at a street carnival in that city. Now, I think what they were doing here, Dean... Because the movie doesn't do a lot of explaining. They just jump from scene to scene and you're yep. left to kind of figure out what's going on. But I think what they were doing was that they were showing us with this city scene that multiple fighters were traveling to the duel. And this was a city on the way that some of them happened to be at, at the same time. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, one group of fighters that are uh, just sitting at a table having a drink they mention that 30 invitations were sent out to various martial arts schools for this duel to the death. So I'm getting very excited for this duel to the death. Yeah. You got, you got 30 competitors who are going to fight. We've already met a couple of them. They're fucking awesome. Um, 
I'm getting jacked up in this movie. I'm getting hyped. Yeah. And, and so as, as so how I understand it at this point is that you're going to have fighters from each school, each martial arts school. So you're fighting for your school, but it's also very important because the schools are going to be from both China and Japan. And it's very important that you either win for China or you win for Japan. Like, like that's also the big thing that's going on. Not just that you win for your school, but you win for your country. Those are the levels. It's, and it, yeah. it, it, it is in this order. It is win for your country. Yes. Win for your school. Yeah. Win for your teacher. And then win for yourself so that you don't get killed. That's exactly. the order. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone's like talking about bringing it home for the country. And that's the first thing they talk about. You know, I want to be the one to win it for China. I want to yeah. be the one who wins this thing for China. Yeah. Now, this scene here at the carnival gets very, very good. As we see a man doing a puppet show, he has like a swordman dressed in white and he has a swordman dressed in black and yeah. he's putting on a performance where they're fighting each other. And the swordman in white sort of embarrasses the swordman in black. He cuts his clothes right. off and I can't remember if he kills him or the, the character just runs away, but that very much offended an actual character wearing black at the carnival right a swordsman in black took great <laughs> yeah. offense to that for and he sure goes yeah. and he just kills the puppeteer wow and the puppeteer's wife runs over and it's just yeah. like what the hell like what are you doing you just killed this guy for no reason it's just a puppet show relax man it's a fucking puppet show dude chill Settle out down. chill out it's for fun okay it was meaningless but in comes our third lead in the movie her name is Shang Nan, and she shows up out of nowhere. She's dressed in white, too. She looks great. She shows oh, yeah. up out of nowhere to avenge the widow. She says an eye for an eye to these guys, and they kind of laugh. Yeah. She gives the widow her sword and makes the widow, like, point it straight out from her body. Yeah, And the widow's like holding it and the sword is shaking. You can see this widow has never held a sword before in her life. For sure. <laughs> At this point, I'm like, what's what's she what, going to do? What's, what's going she going to be able to do to these, to these swordsmen? You think she's going to be able to harm them in any sort of way? Yeah. No. Yeah. So she, she says to the widow, she's like, okay, attack them. <laughs> and uh, they cut to the two, the two guys who just like, they laugh. They just smirk and laugh. Yeah. And then they attack. Um, one of the guys starts to pull his sword out, but Shang Nan, who's pretty far away from them, leaps yeah. forward so fast and pushes the dude's sword back into the scarab before he can get it out. Then she grabs his other sword, pulls it out, cuts the dude beside him's neck, kills him, yeah. and then pushes the guy whose sword she took into the outstretched sword that the widow is holding and he dies. Great. This was amazing. This was amazing. Amazing. Widow got her revenge. <laughs> That's the thing with these action sequences. They happen so fast. Like that whole, like her leaping towards the sword and doing all that stuff. Two seconds. Seconds. Two seconds. Yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Ching Wan was watching and he liked it. He 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 had a little smile. 
on his when course, it was all yeah. done he gave like like this little smile like he's like that was cool <laughs> i like that yeah it was cool i mean it was cool just this woman gave this widow her revenge. She threw someone at the sword that the widow was holding, and so yep. she got to the widow got stab to kill the, the guy. guy. She got her revenge, even though she'd probably never held the sword before. It was great. Eye for an eye. It was awesome. Yeah. So we see Hashimoto is walking in the desert when Shang Nan, who we just saw, comes upon him and asks if he's Hashimoto and then attacks him. Yeah. So he has to fight back. He shows her how much better he is than her. Mm-hmm. He has multiple chances to kill her, but doesn't. Then he stops the fight and says he won't fight a woman. Yeah. So at this point in the movie, they're really building up both Ching Wan and Hashimoto to be likable characters. So when it starts sure. off, my mind, my um, my very simplistic mind sees Ching Wan in white sees Hashimoto in black and I immediately think good versus evil and the movie says no that's not the case uh we're just dressing them differently so that you can tell they're different you know that they're different one's from whatever China one's from Japan they are both like they're they're both virtuous fighters they both have great honor they both you know are on equal standing, you know, you, you should like them both equally. There's no reason to like one more than the other. Yeah, that's what I found very interesting while I was watching it, because I was the same with you. You got the one wearing white and the one wearing black. So, you know, obvious, good versus evil. It's a duel to the death. Obviously, there's a yeah. side I'm supposed to be cheering for and a side I'm not supposed to be cheering for. But the movie does a great job of subverting that and just like teaching you pretty early on that is not the case. Both these fighters have, should be are equally as likable. Both these fighters are doing it for the right reasons. Both these fighters want to win. And you're kind of going to end up cheering for both of them, which is how I found as the movie went on. I was like, I like both these guys and I want them both to win. You know, I, I can't I can't wait to see what's going to happen at, at, when we when we actually get to the duel, because I like both these guys. Yeah, this movie did a really good job of taking the audience their preconceived notions and laughing at them for sure. Oh, Oh, you think, you know what this movie's about? Oh, (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) You know, take a seat. That was, yes, that, that was definitely me throughout. Well, me too. That's, that's, (laughs) that's one of the, one of the beautiful things about this movie and what makes it so great is that, you think you know what it's going to be, and then it's nothing like that. Yep. Very refreshing. Yeah. So Shang Nan is sitting by the water at night. We see a band of ninja appear out of the water. And when I say appear, they just appear out of the water. It's so cool. It's so yeah. dark. The water is so dark. They just kind of like rise out. Of, it's, oh man, looks great. These ninja are great. They run up to the sand and start digging and pull out a scroll. Now, Dean, at first I thought this was the scroll that got buried earlier in the movie. Did you think that? I still think that, yeah. Oh, I I don't think that's the case because that wouldn't make any sense. Oh, why not? Because 
they're at the city carnival, right? They've traveled right a distance away from the Shaolin Temple. Right, right. So that couldn't possibly be the same location. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So what I think is that I think this is just a ninja technique. They just they know to yeah. bury things in the sand and yeah. then go and retrieve it. So I think this is yeah. just another retrieval of a different scroll. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So a ninja pops out of the sand right behind Shang Nan and attacks her. Really cool scene. He cuts her on the arm. She jumps up super high to escape. The ninja hook her foot with a grappling hook and yeah. then start pulling her. And they have a sword like stabbed down into the sand that they're rapidly pulling her towards that, in my opinion, they're trying to cut her in half with. I think so. Yeah. What a cool technique that is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking so cool. I've never seen anything like that before. Just no. dr- dragging someone at rapid yeah. speed. We've talked about how fast the ninja move and how fast the camera moves. Like, I had no doubt in my mind that if they got her to the sword, she's getting cut in half. Oh, sliced sliced in half easily. Like butter. That doesn't happen. It just about happens. But yeah. Ching, Ching Wan shows up and he's able to cut that rope and free her. The ninja starts throwing smoke bombs in all directions As I think it was at first a form of it. It was like it was both a form of attack and a form of defense at the same time. For sure. It was really neat. And when there was enough smoke cover, they all just disappeared. Yeah. And now now, Tim, we've had a couple ninja scenes and I've realized now at this point, I can't wait for the next one. (laughs) Like everyone surprises me. Everyone is super cool. Looks awesome. They're doing just these, they're doing these amazing things. Plus it's somehow just like, yeah, looks so crazy. And like, they're just flying through the air and stuff. I love it. I love every time they're on the screen and I can't wait for more and spoilers. It gets even better. Oh dude, it doesn't stop it getting better. Way better. <laughs> it's so cool. They're doing such a great job with the ninja. Yeah. Like this they're is so why, good. you know, yeah. we're saying this is, this might be the best because they did the ninja so well in this movie like all the stuff we talked about in the warm-up episode all the stuff we're like i wonder if any of these movies will do this or they'll do this or or they'll do this this movie is doing all of it and more it's doing all of it it's amazing it's like this movie listened to our episode and they're like let's give them what what they want yeah and we're like watching it we're watching the ninja do this and you can't understand how it's happening. Like, that's how good it, like, that's what it should be. We should be watching a ninja not really understand how they're moving the way they're moving. It's so perfect. Yeah, it's really great. They also sound great. Um, yeah. There's always like, um, it seems like there's like a bit of a, maybe a mystical sound or some sort of weird sound when they're around. Like they're yeah. doing audio cues with them. They have really, really cool, like, techniques that they're doing. Oh my goodness. It's all so cool. It's great stuff. Cheng Wan and Shang Nan camp together that night because he just he just saved her. Uh, and this starts to build a relationship between the two of them. Now, in, in the version I watched, Dean, Cheng Wan asks her, why do you disguise as a man? Which confused me. Was that like a similar line that you got in your movie? 
I got an even more confusing line that made it even more confusing later. The only line I got is, why are you in disguise? Oh. And I didn't get it. I didn't understand what that even meant. Okay, so here's the journey that I took because yeah. I was very, very confused. Yeah. I thought she was actually a man dis disguised as a woman. So like, a, a, you know, which might give that fighter an advantage if you're a man disguised yeah. as a woman maybe the other competitors will take you lightly i don't think that's the case at all no. i i think from you know seeing it a couple times and there's a few different sequences in the film that build on this line all i think this was is ching wan flirting with her okay i think he's just saying like that she looks like a man as a bit of a burn, okay. but, he, but he's actually just flirting. Okay. Okay. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, what I was thinking and like my, so my journey, because at this point I didn't understand because it just was, why are you in disguise? The next time it comes up, she's introduced as someone's son. So then I was like, Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a man. And maybe he was disguised as a woman at, at some point in this. And that's why, that's why, um, you know, he, he was being asked, why are you in disguise? That's why that was happening. But then later, through later conversations, she's explaining to Ching Wong that she's disguised herself as a man because no one wants to fight a woman. Okay. So I think, I think it all comes from that fight when she, you know, after the carnival, when she attacked... Um, the other fighter, the Japanese fighter. I think it all came from that when he's like, I don't want to fight you because you're a woman. I think then after that, maybe she started to disguise herself as a man. I'm not sure. Okay. So I think there's definitely some lost in translation stuff. Yeah. All the stuff that you, you mentioned, none of that showed up in, in my version. Okay. Okay. <laughs> which is why I'm just led to believe yeah. that. Well, I'm just led to whatever i came up with my conclusion based upon yeah what yeah I that saw. makes sense yeah uh, who knows what the this is why i want to see that blu-ray with like the real translation yeah. but what i think is for sure is that it this is not supposed to be a man dressed up as a woman this is a woman no it's definitely a woman it's yeah. definitely it's a definitely, woman it's definitely a woman and the why it's super confusing too is because she always looks the same she never looks like she's disguising herself as Correct. a man she always looks like the same so Correct. that's so why it's confusing the reason that i think they're flirting is because when when ching wan says that line to her here he says yeah. why, why why are you dressed up as a man she gets very offended and storms off right and then later he burns her again and he says that she would look really good if she wore makeup oh yeah but this whole <laughs> yeah, movie she's yeah. wearing all the makeup this entire yeah. movie yeah and I think you're right yeah and then later she has a line to him where she says something about like, do you think you could ever love a man or something like that? Like referring to herself within the context of his joke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so that was like her way of kind of saying huh. like, I'm, I'm actually into you. I'm kind of like flirting back with you. I think it was this very like subtle way of flirting. Um, yeah. Almost like maybe kids would do, you know, like being cruel in the way yeah. that they do it. But that's where I got to after a lot of confusion. Yeah. I, I like that. That uh, that that makes sense. It doesn't. I do think that's totally. What's 
Yeah, I do think that's what's happening. It doesn't totally make sense with all the lines that I got, but like you said, we got we got different dub in the and the subs were giving us different information. So it does make sense with what I watched. It does make sense with what you're saying and what I watched. Yeah. Now Hashimoto and Ching Wan meet at the house of Master Han, who is the one responsible for the duel. We learn Master Han is also Shang Nan's father. And this is a very great scene where Shang Nan takes Hashimoto and Ching Wan to Master Han, who's sitting in a pond on a straw mat fishing. He invites Ching Wan and Hashimoto to join him. So they both jump into the air to reach him. They've planned their jumps perfectly to land right on his mat because they're, they're masters. Mm-hmm. He paddles away a little bit though he pushes off so that they're going to land in the water and they have to adjust mid-air great (laughs) this is so cool Hashimoto puts his sword down by his feet and jumps off of his sword like he pushes off of it in the air to get more air in the air to get more air to make it to the mat while Ching Wan throws his sword in the water then jumps off of it and kicks it back up in the air again so he can grab it. And then they both end up landing on the mat. Amazing. <laughs> so, Amazing. So cool. I love it. I can do either of those techniques, by the way. Oh, yeah. I've done them both before. They both work. Yeah, you got to, I mean, you, you kind of have to because you always got that friend who's like, hey, come jump on the raft over here and then they paddle away. Yeah. It's always that friend. So you got oh, totally. to learn how to do this. Yeah. So Master Han takes them into a cave on his property, which is the arena for the duel. And he tells them his family has hosted the duel for generations. Now we see Ching Wan's uncle is walking in the desert and we hear a great rumbling. Doom, boom, boom, boom. And dude, Mm -hmm. a giant, like 12 foot tall ninja. Giant. Appears in front of him. Giant ninja. He's It's a 12 foot tall Maybe 12 is probably being modest. Maybe more. 16 foot yeah. ninja. Yep. And they're just standing. He's looking up. He's standing in front of it. He's looking up at a 12, 16, 20 foot ninja. Incredible. I'm like, this is going to be a great fight. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. The giant ninja breaks apart into six smaller ninja who start attacking him. Come on. Come on. Come on, dude. This the wasn't, in the, this so wasn't good. in the Ninja Manual. I don't remember this reading about this. This wasn't in the this. Ninja Manual. This was amazing. I, I was not expecting it. The, the ninjas <laughs> are so good at disguising themselves that they can pile on each other and look like a person. <laughs> so Just a cool. giant person. That person was walking through the desert. So the ninjas were all walking together somehow. It is incredible that that... Ninja broke into six smaller ninjas oh, amazing. that then began to fight. It was amazing. I loved it so much. I thought the only thing cooler than a 24-foot ninja yep. was it breaking into smaller ninjas and that yep. being like <laughs> exactly. a disguise. 
Yeah, that's exactly how it went. It was very, very exciting when there was this giant ninja, and then somehow it was even more exciting to find out that it was just six ninjas piled on top of each other to look perfectly, perfectly like a tall ninja. Yeah. You you rule, movie. You rule. Like, you did it, movie. Bravo. You yeah, you, you win. You win. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Your level's above my brain and yeah. the comprehension of my brain. Okay, cool. Well done. Cool. Well, yeah, 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 you're awesome. So these ninja that break off, they're doing all sorts of cool shit. They're sinking down into the sand and like spraying yeah. sand up at the monk, trying to, you know, disorientate him. They're disappearing in purple clouds of smoke. Yeah. He cuts the uniform off one of them. It's a woman and she somehow uses her hair. She like spins around, puts her sword in her hair. And it ends up casting a net on him. Yeah. <laughs> that was so neat. Like, that's so inventive. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just like, wow, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, I love this idea that he just, like, gets to, he, like, cuts off their their clothes and, th- like, the ninja spins out and starts spinning around and then is just, like, this beautiful woman. And I think that's just another disguise. Like, I think that's just another thing. Somehow they did it. I don't know how, I don't know how to do any of this stuff, but he, at first, after that happened, he was like, Oh, like praise Buddha or something. You know, he said like he was, cause he's a monk. So he was just like, Oh, naked woman in front of me. He was super distracted. And then he got caught in a net. So I feel like it was just another level of that distraction. It was awesome. Right. You, th- you think it was actually a woman though, right? No. Oh, okay. I think it was a woman. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think that's another kind of beauty of it is that it it would be men and women. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's not women. I just thought that that was sort of supposed to be a distraction. I think that I think that was truly a woman because I think Okay. I think that's a hard that's a hard one to like how would you kind of how would how how would that be a man? Would be my question. Tim, how do you make a twenty foot tall ninja? I mean that's true, but She was fairly exposed. She was naked. She was very, she was very she, exposed. She was very naked. I feel like it was another disguise. I don't know how they did it. Okay, that's cool. That's interesting. I took it a different yeah. way. Cool. Now, Hashimoto and Chin Wan, they're talking together, kind of bonding a little bit. When we see a ninja attack them, and they take off running, which I didn't really understand because those two dudes... Easily could have handled one ninja. Hmm, yeah. But they go separate ways. Hashimoto is alone, and the ninja attacks him again. He's able to fight off the ninja, and he heads back to the house they're staying at, and he goes into a room that the ninja has retreated to. Mm-hmm. The ninja leaps up into the ceiling, probably 20 feet, does like a flip Amazing. to get up there and hides in the shadows. Looked so great. Like, like basically does like this kind of, kind of jump in the air, sort of flip to, so that his back is facing the ceiling and then just kind of gets sucked up into the ceiling. That's like 30 foot ceiling. It looks so perfect that I feel like to film it, he must've just been up there and fallen from that height. And then they just reversed it. That's exactly what they would have had to do because it was so great. He, he jumps up like 18 feet And then in the last two feet, he does a spin to put his back towards the ceiling. And he reaches out with his arms and legs and braces himself 
Yeah. So he can stay there and he's in the shadows. So they must have started with him in the shadows and then he lets go. He spins really quick. Then he kind of like gets his bearings and lands on his feet. Yeah. Amazing. It looked so good. Perfect. Hashimoto notices in the room, there's a hat and a staff. Now, those are the things his friend Kenji wears. Yeah. So, uh-oh. Uh-oh's right. So he leaves. The ninja drops down, takes off his mask, and it is Kenji. That was very interesting. Yeah. Now I don't like that guy. What's going on? Even though on? I like ninjas. What's going on here? What's going on here? So... Basically, uh, you know, after we see that, it's very apparent that this movie is building some very interesting relationships. Oh, yeah. You, you have Shang Nan and Ching Wan who are into each other. You know, they're very flirty. And the movies basically let us know that she knows she can't beat him in the duel. But she also knows she has to defend the honor of her school. Like, she's the representative from her school. Then you have Hashimoto and Kenji. And Hashimoto now knows that Kenji tried to kill him for some reason. And then you have Hashimoto and Ching Wan, who are obviously the front runners to win the duel. But they also have a lot of respect for each other. For sure, yeah. So I just find it very interesting. Like, they're doing a really good job building, you know, building up these characters. But where are the other... 26 competitors <laughs> you know when are they when are they going to show up i don't yeah i don't know where all the other competitors when's are when's this duel happening dean i don't know that's what i i it, it's weird i should be thinking that i should be sitting here being like hey when are we going to start the duel i'm obviously looking forward to it but also i'm kind of caught up in everything that's going on i'm like what's going on with all these people you know what's what what is going on with 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 ching wong and hashimoto like yeah they kind of they're supposed to be enemies but they have respect for each other it's all great it's just it's just all this stuff that's happening once we're here at the place the duel's supposed to happen feels good it feels like a you know a tee up to a tournament we're just getting ready and when this thing kicks off it's going to be great so i am looking forward to it starting but i'm also cool just like with everything that's going on yeah exactly i was the same i was like yep yeah can't wait for that duel I'm just loving everything I'm seeing so much that it's just going to get better whenever that happens. But exactly. Keep on feeding me what you're feeding me because I'm loving it. Eating it up. We uh, actually do see another competitor here, Dean. He's walking at night. Uh, We actually did see him back at the carnival scene. Yeah. He's like progressed his way. He's getting closer to the temple. We see... A few ninja with homemade hang gliders following him. This looked amazing. It was just it rules. a rectangle of tree branches with a white sheet in the middle. And they're gliding on that through the air. They're just gliding. They're, it almost looks like they're flying. It doesn't even look like yeah. they're gliding. They're gliding for days. Like they are just going and going, chasing the sky. It looks so. It, it looks great. Ninja are blowing my mind, dude. They're doing They're blowing everything. My mind, Tim. They're doing yes. everything. They attack him, but he's really good. He yeah. fights them off in a really, really great fight sequence. And then he sees, oh, I don't know, 
30 more ninja gliding in? <laughs> Uh-oh. Can Knock you fight it. off 30? The camera cuts away, but I think he's fucked. That's, that's the vibe I get. <laughs> I think you're right. I think he's fucked. Now, this group at the uh, house here, they're all having dinner. It's Master Han, Ching Wan, Shang Nan, Hashimoto, and Kenji. And what do you know, Dean? What do you know? We get the old drop of poison down a string that we talked about in our James Bond walkthrough of You Only Live Twice. Yeah, man. Very, very cool. I, you know, I would like to give You Only Live Twice credit for this move, but I very much get the feeling that they stole it from something else. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way James Bond came up with this, but very cool that this is a technique that's kind of been done before and is being reused through movies. And it was really nice to see here. Um, yeah, there's it was, an... it was one of our favorite ninja moments in that movie. And you only live twice. We were like, you know, we it wish was. there was more ninja stuff. But that moment was like, we we're really like, okay, yeah. You know, you put drop a poison down a, down a line, down a string and put it right, drop it right in his mouth. Like, that's such a great idea. I loved seeing it here. I loved the poison being dropped down a string into a into a drink. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, very cool. There's a ninja in the ceiling who's, you know, delivering the drop down yeah. into Ching Wan's glass. Yeah. He's not even looking. It gets into <laughs> no. his glass, but he knows yeah. it happened. He probably he knows heard there. the drop hit his glass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shang Nan immediately jumps into the ceiling to go after the guy. Yeah. But he's already gone. It took him one second and he's gone. And the whole time that that was going on, there was was this really weird dynamic between Hashimoto and Kenji because Hashimoto also realized it was happening as it was happening. But Kenji was doing this weird, like, urging of him just to not do anything, to not say anything. Yeah. So he didn't. Yeah. So because of that, Hashimoto follows Kenji out into the forest after dinner And Kenji lets Hashimoto know what's really going on here. This is really cool. This is where the story kind of starts to unfold for us. Yeah, big time. Apparently, Kenji was also sent by the Shogun. Same as Hashimoto, except Kenji is part of an even greater plan. Mm -hmm. He's been sent to kidnap the spectators of the duel... Now, I wonder if spectators is also a lost in translation thing. That Yeah, that's not what I got. What did you I get? Got fi- I got the fighters. Okay, so that's what I think it should be, is the fighters. Yeah, it, it was the, for me, it was the, the Chinese fighters. Okay, yes, that's what it should be. Yeah. So he's sent to kidnap the fighters, and he wants Hashimoto to lose in battle to Shang Nan. Yeah. So I thought this was a really nice twist to kind of hear that there's like a deep plot going on here. I was not expecting any sort of deep plot out of this movie. I really enjoyed this part and seeing that things were kind of getting twisted up here. So good. I loved it because yeah, it's not going to, it's not following like, how we thought it would. Like you said, like this movie is going to throw us for twists and it's not laid out like, oh, this duel is just going to be no problem and everyone's going to fight. And that's how the, you know, we're going to have a tournament at the end of this movie. It's not what's happening. There's this plan going on and this plot going on. And so what happened, what I got through my translation 
was that um, the so 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 Kenji's from a a Japanese school, and um, since you have all these different schools and all these different fighters from all these different schools, they wanted to kidnap the Chinese fighters from the Chinese schools so that they could learn their style, mix it with the the Japanese style, and they would have both styles, and so then they'd be unstoppable. So that was his sort of idea, is that if we could kidnap the fighters from the Chinese schools, get them to, force them to teach us their their martial arts, we will now be, we will now have every martial, we will now have all of it, and we can just be the ultimate fighters. Yes, they wanted to learn like all the mysteries of the different yeah. martial arts. So they wanted yeah. to, they wanted to kidnap all of the best fighters, get yeah. them together so that the Shogun could study all of the different martial arts, uh, fighting yeah. styles. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, I, I, it kind of ties into the beginning when we opened on ninjas in one of the schools, stealing scroll stuff. Like maybe they're trying to learn some, maybe they're trying to learn some fighting techniques. And then, you know, the end goal, the end plan is just let's kidnap the fighters that are going to the duel. Yeah. Yeah. True. So Chingwan and Hashimoto meet out on some rocks on the coast with waves crashing around them. They talk about their honor together and that they don't think this duel is going to be fair. Yeah. But they agree that their fight against each other will be a fair one. Nice. Chingwan is then in the forest and he sees some ninja literally flying through the forest towards the school with a couple of large boxes. He chases them, and at the school, he finds Master Han down with his legs cut off. He sees Shang Nan attacked and stabbed, and then Cheng Wan falls through a trapdoor in the floor to a secret area below where many prisoners are tied up. Hmm including his uncle. Yeah. In like a huge, well, we, we think it's huge, just this like dark black room. All you can really see is like the prisoners hanging there. Like it kind of looks like this room goes on forever. Yeah. And they're tied up by ropes, but it really yeah. had like a spider web vibe to it. Like they're all stuck for in sure. a spider's web. It was cool. Yeah, for sure. It was just this like dark pit. Yeah. And it's, it felt like they were, Cause it's like, you can't really see where those ropes are tied. You don't know where no. they're suspended to. So they're just kind of hanging there in ropes. Definitely feels like a spider web. Yeah. It was cool. You see the yeah. prisoners, you see the ropes they're tied to some of them, like some of the rope and then everything yeah. else is just black. And Blackness, I think you hear like, yeah. like water droplets, like it's wet and, and yeah. murky. Yeah. Cold. Cool. They all looked, they all looked messed up. They looked like they'd been oh, there yeah. for a while. Then the door to that room opens and we see master han without legs walk in his legs were just cut off he walks in yeah. with the use of crutches yeah what the fuck is going on here yeah i don't know man dude at this point i'm like i'm scratching my head i'm like i don't i don't know what's going on i have no idea but i really like it this is really great yeah he's also kind of laughing so it's very strange. Yeah, well, Master Han has double-crossed Dean. Yeah. That's what's happening here. We see Master Han and Kenji talking about evacuating the fighters in a couple of days so no one will find out. Yeah. So basically, Master Han is also working with the Shogun. 
basically what he's doing is he promotes this duel that the best warriors will come to and test their skill. But there is no duel. He just traps them. Then he ships them off to the general who gets to learn all the mysteries of the martial arts. And in turn, Master Han can say that his school was the winner and continue to be the most prestigious fighting school in all of China because there are no fighters left. They're all gone. That must mean that his school won because the people from his school are still alive. So that's like the relationship they have. And damn, dude, that is so cool. Yeah. These fighters can just disappear because they're going to the duel. And if they don't come back, they lost. Then they 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 lost. lost. They lost. So you can just kidnap them all and everyone will just think they lost. No one will think that they've been kidnapped. That doesn't make any sense. They would just think they lost in the duel. It's a awesome plan. Um, I like Master Han when he kind of reveals that he's double crossing because we just saw him lying outside with his legs cut off, blood everywhere. And then he comes walking in, like you said, Tim, on his crutches. And he's just laughing and he's like, ha, 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 I was born without legs. Yeah, you thought I had legs, you fool. <laughs> yeah. You damn I'm fool. I'm born without legs, you fool. <laughs> yeah, so he, he, he wears fake legs. <laughs> it was great. How would, how, would, how would that guy know that he was born without legs? How would you know that? <laughs> I know. That's why it's such a burn. It's like, that's why it's such a burn. When you're like, you're such an idiot because you didn't know like the impossible thing to know. That reminded me of Superman 3 where that guy, yeah. where, where uh, Richard Pryor was supposed to kill Superman. He, just a right. human. <laughs> a human being was supposed to kill Superman. And the yeah. guy calls him. He's like, did you do it? Did you kill Superman? He's like, I, I didn't actually kill him. And he, just, he drops the phone. He's like, I give you one <laughs> small thing to do all i asked was for for you to kill superman and you couldn't even do that you couldn't even kill superman for me it was like this simple thing you didn't even know that i didn't have legs (laughs) you didn't know dude how am i supposed to know that you're walking around (laughs) you walk that's a great sign that you have legs yeah and your whole your whole fake out involved blood and your legs yeah. beside you. Yeah. So obviously you're trying to fake me out that you had legs initially and you don't exactly, anymore. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Really cool though. So basically, right. dude, here it is. There is no duel. No. This was all a setup. Yeah, to kidnap all the fighters. You think I would be upset that this duel I've been waiting for the whole time right. is not going to happen. And I don't give two fucks. I don't care. Yeah. I'm yeah. enjoying this movie so much. I don't even care about a duel. It reminded me a bit of Beyond Thunderdome, where you were all upset that we didn't right. actually get Thunderdome. It was yeah. like, but they called it Thunderdome. Where's the yeah. Thunderdome? I want some Thunderdome. It, it felt like that, but at the same time, I loved the twist. I love the name. You know, I love yeah. the name of the movie, and I love the way that they set it up. And then I love right. the way that they twist it on you. Yeah. It's brilliant. So good. Uh, and the best stuff's yet to come. Uh, for Let's sure. say that. Let's say that. For sure. There's a reason that we don't care that there's no duel because it gets yeah. oh so good. Yeah. Hold on. So Sheng Nan, she isn't aware of this plot by her father and she frees Ching Wan. Master Han finds them and attacks them both. Uh, he's a really great fighter for not having legs as well. For sure. I'll say. This was a really fun fight because it's yeah the three of them. It's the father, the daughter, and, you know, Ching Wan. 
they're all fighting each other at the same time. Like Ching Wan is fighting Master Han, Master Han's fighting Ching Wan, and then Shang Nan's fighting both of them because yeah. she doesn't want <laughs> she doesn't want you know Ching Wan to fight her father. She doesn't want her father to fight Ching Wan. It was a really great. It was like a three way fight. This was really neat, man. I really it, liked it's it. It's great. It's great. And Master Han is like kind of torn between the two of them because it's like his daughter is one of them, right? So he's just like doesn't want to be doing this fight, but like does want their school to win but also is kind of realizing that maybe he's he's a pawn in this whole thing too. You know, he's kind of being torn back and forth as they are fighting. They're trying to convince him to stop fighting. And he kind of has moments where you think he's going to stop. And then he has moments where he keeps going. Uh, so yeah. It's just great. It's this great dynamic of the fight. Yeah. Well, Master Han is able to convince his daughter to fight Ching Wan for China, for the yeah. family school. So tough scene here as the two of them do have to fight. Yeah. And Ching Wan has a couple chances to kill her, but he won't do it. They continue to fight until Master Han jumps in, trying to kill Ching Wan, who moves out of the way, and Master Han accidentally kills Shang Nan in a very sad moment. It's tough. Tough moment. Killed his daughter by accident. Killed his daughter. Yeah. The uh, best fighter and heir to his school. Yeah. Ching Wan goes to free the prisoners, but they're already being transported away by the ninja. They're stopped on their way out, the ninja, by Hashimoto, who says he won't let them do this. He fights the ninja for a bit, and then Kenji attacks him. Kenji's staff, he just pulls off the top of it and it's like a giant blade. So he's got like his staff is like a spear. Great. Great. I love he's dressed as a priest. He's got the hidden weapon. Yeah. All very cool ninja stuff. Perfect. Ching Wan catches up. He's surrounded by 20 ninja. He fights them. This fight was so fucking amazing. I didn't even know what I was watching. No, for I sure. I didn't even really understand. No. It's basically the ninja using their camouflage to hide and attack, but then they disappear completely. And I don't Tim, I don't even know if they disappear completely or if they turn into a pile of leaves. I don't understand what's happening. I feel like they turn into leaves at some point and then turn back into ninjas. I think what happened was they at the start they threw a bunch of leaves down as yeah. like a distraction. And yeah. then they kind of camouflage themselves into within them, within within the trees yeah. and the leaves, and then they it's would amazing. like attack out of there. But really cool stuff. They basically disappeared. We'd see Ching Wan randomly slash at a tree, and a ninja would appear out of nowhere and fall dead. Like yeah. he knew he was there. <laughs> awesome. Ching Wan he stabbed the ground at one point, and yeah. blood started spraying out of the ground. Spurted out. Amazing. Man, um, he stabbed one of them and the ninja exploded. What is that about? <laughs> I don't why are, know. Why I are mean, ninja exploding? That they were so like cool. suicide bombers before. So I don't know. I feel like he stabbed some dynamite or something. Some, That's great. Some unstable dynamite that was on that guy's chest. Some of them bleed. Some of them explode. Some of them explode. Who knows? There are no answers. And I don't there care. There are no answers. Yeah. I just enjoy yeah, watching exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Don't care. I just want it to happen more. 
Hashimoto and Kenji are jumping from tree to tree fighting. Hashimoto cuts off Kenji's arm, then pops off his head, Dean, which goes flying and lands on a tree branch that goes in one ear and out the other so that the head is stuck on a branch. Great. Not dead. The head says, you can't kill us all. (laughs) And then the head blows up. Explodes. (laughs) How does the head blow up? How does the head talk first? I don't care. Then how does it blow up? I love it, though. Of course. I don't care how it happens. It's great. Who cares? Who cares? Again, do more of it. I want to see it more. Yeah. I say do more, but at the same time, they've done so much already. They've done it all. I don't, <laughs> they've done uh, it it's all. almost like you don't have to do more. You've already given us everything we could ever ask for. <laughs> yeah. So Ching Wan finds his uncle among the prisoners. He grabs him. He starts to leave when he's stopped by Hashimoto, who says, we've still got some unfinished business. Ching Wan won't fight him. He says, this whole thing has turned meaningless. Mm. Like, there's no duel. Dude, we got duped. No. We got duped. There's no more winning for your country and your school. It's just, it's a, it's a sham. It doesn't exist. We got faked We don't out. have to fight anymore, guy. Yeah. Well, Hashimoto f- feels very strongly about having a duel. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so he kills Ching Wan's uncle. Yeah. So that Ching Wan will fight him. I was not expecting this. No way. No way, man. Not expecting it. He, Hashimoto has been like, he's been the one who's just like had all this. He, you felt like he was the one who had the most weight on him, on his shoulders the whole movie. It's like everyone was putting all their hopes and dreams and maybe he could win it. Maybe he could win it for Japan and he gets there and it doesn't even exist. So he's like, I'm still going to win it. I'm still going to win it for Japan in my school. I'm doing it. I, I mean, I guess in his mind, the duel could still exist because it probably would have been down to these two anyways. Oh, yeah. They, they would have like. been the number one and number two competitors. Yeah. So in his mind, if he can have this duel, if he can win, he's done it. He's won the duel to the death. So we're taken to the edge of a coast. A hundred feet up on a cliff. Waves are crashing below. The wind is blowing. And Ching Wan and Hashimoto have their duel. No better spot for a duel, I'm thinking. Oh, dude. I'm so excited at this point. Oh, yeah. The movie has built up this fight so well that I don't care about any, about anything else. I don't care about there was no tournament. As much no. as I wanted to, th- to see 30 competitors fight in a tournament like Bloodsport to the death. And then in the final fight, we get Hashimoto and Ching Wan. But we didn't get that. I don't care. Don't care. This is better. This is what I want. They engage and are blow for blow equals. Yeah. They end up each landing a cut to the arm at the same time. They're floating high up in the air, basically flying and fighting. They each land blows to the shoulder. They fall to the ground and land so hard that it causes a huge rumbling of rocks to start falling. And they both fall over the edge. 
Hashimoto on the way down stabs Ching Wan in the chest. Ching Wan grabs onto the ledge to hold on, then grabs Hashimoto's arm, who's falling. And he's holding him from falling to his death while the sword is in his chest. Yeah. Jeez. So basically, if Ching Wan lets go, he'll win. Hashimoto will die. The yeah. sword that's in his chest will naturally fall out. Yeah. But he won't let go of Hashimoto. No. He won't let him die. So he's holding on. That is so fucking cool, man. It's That's cool. so like honorable warrior-ish yeah, of him. For sure. So Ching Wan throws Hashimoto back up to the ledge. And then he force jumps up there himself. Yeah. Both men are bloodied. Hashimoto stabs himself in the chest to even out the match. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is very honorable, dude. Very honorable. He's like, okay, wait, wait, wait a second. Stabs himself. Okay, we're good now. We're even. He knows Ching Wan could have let him die, but Ching Wan sure, saved yeah. him. So he's like, well, I want the fight to be on even terms. So I stabbed yeah. you in the chest. So now I'll stab myself in the chest. <laughs> Great. Wow. Ching Wan still doesn't want to fight, but they charge at each other. Hashimoto pulls out a really nice move where he's coming at him with the scarab still on his sword and they clash swords and Hashimoto kind of like twists up and his scarab comes off, but pushes Ching Wan's sword up in the air. But uh, Hashimoto's sword is ready to attack because it was just his scarab. Right. And Hashimoto is about to stab Ching Wan in the stomach. But Ching Wan grabs the sword with his bare hand. Wow. Hashimoto just gives it a little twist and the sword cuts off all of Wan's fingers. And at the same time, Ching Wan stabs Hashimoto in the stomach. And at the same time, Hashimoto cuts Ching Wan's arm off. Ching Wan starts to walk away. Yeah. Hashimoto stabs himself in the foot. I'm not <laughs> sure why. Not sure why. Yeah. Dude, I have no idea. He just stabs himself. I don't know in the why foot. he did that. Yeah. It's so cool though. It's so badass. Who would do this? Yeah. What a warrior. Man, Hashimoto's looking out on the ocean. And as Juan is walking away, he turns back to look at Hashimoto and the end. It's quite the duel. Dude. Missing fingers, missing arms. Duel to the death. Duel to the death. Great name for the movie. Yeah. Okay. It's the name of the tournament. There is no tournament. Yeah. <laughs> then I think duel to the death. These two are going to fight at the end here to the death. For sure. They don't fight to the death. No. They have an honorable battle. They're both severely damaged. And it looks like they're just going to go on with their lives. Yeah. That's it. Great movie. Great. I love this movie. I'm so blown away by this. This is like, yeah. oh man, so much fun. It was so incredible. And especially like the ninja aspect of it was not really what I was expecting. So it's yeah. what got me really excited for more ninja stuff. Like this is not what I knew about a ninja. This is not how I knew that they would act and behave right. Right. and how it would look. Um, and I just loved every second that a ninja was on screen doing something wild 
Um, and, and overall, the movie was great. Like, it's not even just that the ninja stuff was great. The whole movie yep. was great. Excellent start. Absolutely loved this one. I was hoping in our 12-month walkthrough of the ninja to possibly, throughout 12 movies, encounter the type of ninja activity yeah. that we basically got in this one movie. For sure. Yeah, they did everything. everything. I, I'm just, everything. I'm so pleased like by what we got. Yeah. It, it really blew me away. It's oh, amazing. Man. It's amazing. So um, basically what we're doing here, Dean, we talked about this on the Patreon app that we did. We're going to have a bit of a rating system for these movies so that we can you know, by the end of it, when everything's done, we'll have an order. We'll have these movies ordered based upon the ratings that we're going to give them. And there are five categories that we're going to rate. Each category can get up to 10 points with 10, obviously 10 being the best, zero being the worst. And then once we go through all of those, we will add our numbers together. There will be a number out of a hundred and that's how we will rate these movies. Now, the categories are weapons and tools, tactics, fighting and kills, settings and locations, and fun factor. So let's go through them, Dean. Okay. How should we do this? Should we go through like all of one person's and then the others, or should we do them at the same time? What do you think? Uh, let's do, let's go through the categories. We'll do them at the same time, category by category, unless okay. that's harder to add up, maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't care. I can do math. I think category by category is pretty good. Okay. Then what did you think of the weapons used by the ninja and their tools in this movie out of 10? I mean, I have 10. I, I don't know. They used all the weapons. They used, they used uh, throwing stars oh, and throwing stars are really cool. We didn't really talk about them, but they're like, yep. they're so fast. And they just like kind of stick behind you. You don't even know it's, you know, you kind of didn't even know they were thrown and they're all of a sudden right behind you. Uh, so I love, I loved the throwing stars. I loved the, the swords they have. I love the explosives they were using. Like the, when they turned into suicide bombers, like that's a weapon that they were using. Um, yeah, I just, especially like the grappling hooks, dragging, you know, dragging someone across the ground to try to cut them in half on a sword. All that stuff was very, uh, was a very cool use of all their tools and all their weapons. Um, so I, I just want, I just want 10 on this one. They had it all for me. All right. Uh, weapons and tools. I have a perfect 10. Awesome. Easy. They did everything. Dean, I don't know if you noticed, they used the, um, the sickle and chain that we yes. love so much. It was of in the course, movie. Yes. I forgot. Yes, of course. They, the they sickle used, and chain. They used they everything. everything. They used everything. Yeah. They made their own hang gliders, dude. They made their own what, hand. What else do you have to say? Yeah. 10. Uh, tactics. What do you got? 10. <laughs> I mean, tactics. Of course, on tactics in this one, they're hiding in the sand. They're popping out of the sand. They're turning into leaves, of, uh, apparently. Um, they're, you know, just uh, the, the I, I love that they were like um, actually opening on them stealing something. And like that exactly. when they were doing a really cool like stealth mission to steal like a scroll and then it turned into yeah it was, it was amazing it, espionage exactly then it turned into a fight then they ended up burying like that scroll on the ground and then suicide bombing like 
the whole tactics of this whole thing is just perfect in this movie. 10 out of 10. It was everything that we were looking for. I have a 10 out of 10. <laughs> everything. Okay. Fighting and kills. 10. <laughs> 10. <laughs> Limbs are being cut off. Heads are being cut off. And then talking to you, delivering a final line, and then exploding. Uh, you got you got fights happen. You got stabs happening where you didn't even know someone was. And then there's blood spurting up. You have... Uh, ten, uh, six ninjas, or sorry, the twenty foot tall ninja <laughs> breaking ninja into giant. six ninjas, it's and amazing. then the fight. It's it was all amazing. Every single time there was a fight happening, it was great. It was in it was inventive. It was fast. I didn't always know what I was looking at. I was trying to figure it out. All I knew was fucking cool. It was amazing. The fighting was great because, as I mentioned earlier, you got a lot of fight scenes where nobody died. There was yeah. just fighting, and people got away. That happened a exactly. lot. Yeah. But when the kills came, they were glorious. The heads are popping off. The arms are popping off. People are exploding for no reasons. Heads are exploding. Uh, people are disappearing in purple dust. And it was, it was just amazing. Um, yeah. Amazing. Setting and locations. Did you, did you also give it 10? Oh, sorry. I didn't say. I also gave fighting and kills a 10. Great. Great. Okay. Settings uh, and locations. Settings and locations. I thought a lot about um, the fight on the rocks at the end. Amazing. What a great setting on the on the cliff side with the water. Great setting. I love this fucking dungeon thing that every all the prisoners are in that we said. That's just this like empty pit. Like what is going on here? This is amazing. There's sand. There's fights at the beach in the sand. There's a carnival. Um, there there's like schools and one of the schools is where the fight's going to happen and the schools look great like they look like it's such a cool place to be um i mean 10 out of 10 <laughs> i gave it 10 out of 10 it, this this movie has there's fights in the forest you know there's fights in the forest too there's fights in like a swampy areas 10 out of 10 it's it's amazing settings and locations i have a 10 okay 10. okay okay fair it's everything i wanted i want forest yeah. locations beautiful forest locations yeah. There's fights in streams. There's yeah. fights on the beach. There's fights in the school. There's fights at a carnival. There's fights in the air. You know, there's in the air. fight in the air. <laughs> yeah, why there's not? the fight on the coastline. You know, man, is fights in the desert. Ninjas yeah. hiding under the yeah. sand. In they the went everywhere. They went everywhere. Ten out of ten. Great. So, Dean, I yeah. feel like there's a trend going on here, and I'm very yeah. pleased with it. Me too. This might be the easiest category to score, but fun factor. What did you give this movie for fun factor, Dean? Big 10 points, Tim. Big 10 out of 10 on fun factor. Perfect score. What the hell? 50 Dude, out of 50. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I gave fun factor 10 out of 10. Hell yes. This movie was a perfect score for me. I didn't me think it would be a perfect score for you. I'm so happy that it is. We have both perfect scored it. Our very first Ninja movie of 2023 has scored a perfect, <laughs> perfect 100. <laughs> a perfect Tim, 100. When I first ran through this, I wrote down all the things. I read all the descriptions you sent me. I wrote 10 out of 10 for all of them. And then I was like, okay. Let's try to find somewhere where I can take off a point because can't. it can't, can't first first movie out of the gate can't be can't be 50 out of 50. I looked at every single category. There is nowhere to take away a point. This is a 50 out of 50. 
it is what it is, dude. Is. This is just the way it lined up. Awesome. I, I'm I'm sorry, you know, like I, no, it I is really great. hope I know I really hope we get another movie that can compete yeah. with this. Yeah. I think we might. I think there Hopefully. might be yeah. a couple Hopefully. in here that will give this a run for for its money. Obviously, yeah. nothing's beating this, but no, if something could tough. even tie or, or even come yeah. close to tying, that yes. would be amazing. But this is like the definitive ninja movie for me. I didn't know like for something sure. like this even existed. This is just what I was hoping to, you know, like <laughs> just uncover in this yeah. walkthrough. First and movie. It just I just threw it at number one because it had a cool name. You know, it was a little yeah. bit of an, one of the one of the older ones. So kind of like yeah. one of the earliest ones that we'll be covering. I didn't know what, what, what we were in store for here. So very pleasantly surprised. Holy shit. What a movie. What a movie. Check it out. Perfect score. <laughs> Perfect score. 100. 100 out of 100. 100 out of 100. Not a single point lost. Nope. <laughs> Between the two of us. Amazing. Amazing. That's great, Dean. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up. Everyone listening, if you're looking for a way to support Talking Back, there's a few ways you can do that. You can start by telling your friends about us. You can uh, share an episode. Hey, share this episode. Your, does your friend like Ninja? If not, I don't know. Share it anyways. Maybe they will now. Ninja are cool, by the way. Very cool. You can leave us a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. You can also send us a one-time donation of any amount at buymeacoffee.com slash talking back. Uh, I think it's a minimum $5. I think a... I think I was telling people like, oh, just donate 50 cents. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> you can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. That was a lie. I think the minimum is five. We're happy to accept anything up to whatever, mil, two mil. Yeah. That's all I've fine. Um, whatever you can afford. Let's just say that. Right. Yeah. It helps us. It helps us keep the lights on. Or you can sign up to be a patron and gain access to exclusive episodes over at patreon.com slash talkingbackpodcast. We have a $2, $5, and $15 level, whatever tickles your fancy. And now that this episode is over, don't worry. Head on over to bfopnetwork.com and check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something you like. Dean, thank you for joining Thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Hey, everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.